Do you ever find biblical prophecy to be confusing? If so, you're not alone. Prophecy is not easy to grasp. But I want to encourage you, because the Bible assures you that if you continue to study it, you'll gain understanding. As a result, you'll also grow more confident in and faithful to the God who has revealed His eternal plan to you. Stephen's going to help you today in a lesson called Human History in the Hand of Divine Authority. Well, today we set sail for the last time in the book of Daniel. And today we're going to see even more amazing prophecies. In fact, these prophecies are so detailed and so precise that critics of the Bible want to argue that, well, this must have been written hundreds of years later by somebody else. Oh, no, the truth is God knows the future. God is in control of the future. Human history is in the hand of God, which is why he can, through his prophets, tell us what's going to happen next. Now, here in in chapters 11 and 12, Daniel is given another description of events, both uh, in the near future and in the far distant future, and it fills in some of the details of, of what we've already been given. Now, the angel is still speaking to Daniel in chapter 11, and he says here in verse 2, Now I will show you the truth, beginning with Darius the Mede. uh, The angel says uh, three more kings over Persia will arise, then a fourth king uh, who's richer and stronger than his predecessors will arise. Now, we know from history that this fourth king was Xerxes or Ahasuerus, and that's the Persian king over in the book of Esther. Now, verse 3 prophesies the rise of a mighty king with great dominion. We know from history this next king is Alexander the Great, who nearly conquers the entire known world. His life is cut short at his death. His kingdom is divided among four generals who become kings in their own right. And verses 5 through uh, 35 here spells out the conflicts that are going to take place between two of these kings, the king of the south, that's Ptolemy and his dynasty in Egypt, and the king of the north, that's Seleucus, who along with his successors rule over Syria. These two kingdoms are the focus here because Israel is situated between them. Israel just can't quite get out of the way of their tug-of-war. Now the angel reintroduces us to the little horn That's the king of the north we learned about back in chapter 8. And much more uh, detail is given now about this king here in chapter 11. We know from history that his name was Antiochus Epiphanes. He was the great persecutor of the Jews. He's going to come to power in 175 BC. He's described here in verse 21 as a contemptible person to whom royal majesty has not been given. He shall come in without warning. Armies shall be swept away before him and broken. That's exactly what happens in history. Antiochus becomes very powerful. He wages a successful military campaign against Egypt, and that's described here in the next few verses. 
a little later on, when he returns to invade Egypt again, uh, this time he doesn't succeed. Verse 30 says, he shall turn back and be enraged. He's defeated, that is. And as he returns home, he takes out his anger on Israel, little Israel. We read here in verse 31, forces from him shall appear and profane the temple and fortress and shall take away the regular burnt offering, and they shall set up the abomination that makes desolate. Now, this abomination he sets up is more than likely a statue of Zeus. This is uh, Antiochus's attempt to force Greek religion down the throat of the Jewish people. And we know from history the Jewish people revolt. Uh, We know from historical sources that this is going to lead to a, a brief period of Israel's independence. So there's this near-term fulfillment of these prophecies in Daniel, and they've, they've already taken place from our vantage point. But at this point here in chapter 11, there's a shift into a distant future fulfillment. You see, Antiochus uh, becomes a foreshadowing of the evil ruler at the end of times. Uh, he's the Antichrist, the beast of the book of Revelation. Daniel's prophecy focuses now on this future world leader. And the angel says to Daniel here in verse 36, He shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god and shall speak astonishing things against the god of gods. He shall prosper till the indignation is accomplished. This is looking ahead to the tribulation period when the Antichrist rises in power. But i got to tell you, he's going to succeed only until his role in God's plan of judgment is complete. Verse 45 tells us, He shall come to his end with none to help him. Well, this is going to occur when Christ returns at the end of the seven years of tribulation. Revelation 19 tells us, and Christ defeats the Antichrist and his armies. Now, the last chapter of Daniel, here in Daniel chapter 12, this is going to take us all the way to the end of the tribulation period. The angel speaks to Daniel here in verse 1. At that time shall arise Michael, the great prince who has charge of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never has been since there was a nation till that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone whose names shall be found written in the book. In other words, the Lord is not going to allow the believing remnant of Israel to be destroyed during these troubling days of the Great Tribulation. A remnant is going to be preserved. That means they're going to be brought to faith in Christ during the tribulation. In fact, verse 2 says they shall be raised, that is, they're going to experience everlasting life. Now, with that, Daniel is told here in verse 4 to shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Why? Well, the Word of God needs to be preserved. There are going to be people who will continue needing information all the way through the tribulation. So this Word isn't going to be destroyed. It's going to benefit them greatly. Now, you might still have some questions about these prophecies. I certainly do. In fact, 
we're told here that Daniel has some questions as well. First, in verse 6, the prophet hears a voice asking the angel, How long shall it be till the end of these wonders? The angel answers in verse 7, Till the shattering of the power of the holy people comes to an end. It will be a time, times, and half a time. Well, that is, three and a half years will transpire during the days of great persecution of Israel at the hand of the Antichrist. Then Daniel himself asks here in verse 8, What shall be the outcome of these things? In other words, how does human history turn out in the end? And the answer is interesting. It's given here in verse 9. Go your way, Daniel, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end. None of the wicked shall understand, but those who are wise shall understand. In other words, the answer will arrive later, and those who are wise will understand it. Well, let me tell you, the outcome is finally revealed 600 years after Daniel's death. It's John the Apostle who gives us the answer in the book of Revelation. The final outcome will be the return of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And when he descends and rescues Israel at the end of the tribulation, he sets up his glorious kingdom on earth. Well, the prophecy of Daniel ends by telling us that something special uh, will take place three to five weeks after the Antichrist is judged and Jesus uh, has descended. It could be that this time will be used to prepare for the coronation ceremony of Christ there in Jerusalem, or perhaps the final regathering of the Jewish people to Israel who have believed in the Lord. What we do know is that the Antichrist is defeated. Christ has returned. Israel is regathering to celebrate her Messiah. And we, the redeemed, are going to be right in the middle of all of this as we begin to serve our Lord in his millennial kingdom on earth. Let me close by reminding you of what the angel said earlier about all these amazing prophecies that we've uncovered He said in chapter 11 to Daniel, this is the truth. I love that. This is the truth. So let me ask you, where will you be on this coronation day? If you've placed your faith in Christ as your Messiah, your future is one of unimaginable glory and joy and peace. Do you believe his word today? Jesus himself said, if you abide in my word You are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Well, with that, we come to the conclusion of these words of truth delivered through the prophet Daniel. Until next time, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Stephen called today's lesson, Human History in the Hand of Divine Authority. In addition to teaching you the Bible, one of Stephen's passions is training and equipping men and women for service to God. That's why he founded and serves as the president of Shepherd's Theological Seminary. 
Learn more about in-person and online classes at wisdomonline.org forward slash STS. Join us back here again as Stephen continues through the Bible on the wisdom journey. 